0: Hello and welcome to Messages at BBC. In these messages, you'll hear from professors, staff, guest speakers, as well as students. These messages were spoken and recorded on campus at Boise Bible College. If you'd like to check out Boise Bible College, please see our website at boisebible.edu. Good morning. Uh, As you guys can see, we're missing some of the chairs in the chapel. Um, and this is because I'm a preschool teacher, like Mrs. Grove said. And as a preschool teacher, I would like to invite you guys to come up and sit on the floor with me. So oh, gosh. <laughs> Please come sit.
1: Fantastic.
0: There's a little bit of room over here. There's plenty of room. I'm sure, for everybody. All right, fantastic. I'm just going to reach behind you real quick. You're good. Okay. Nothing happened. All right. As a preschool teacher, I have to say, we're sitting, crisscross applesauce if we can, hands to ourselves, no poking our neighbors. (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. Watching you. I'm watching you. Yeah, you know what? You can hold it. You'll be fine. All right. You guys ever feel like life is a little bit chaotic? Yeah. 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 <laughs> everything ranging from like worldly, from COVID running rampant for like two years still, um, everything happening with Russia and Ukraine, gas prices, and home prices, through the roof, insanity. And then personally, we all have homework, we have work schedules, we have relationships, we have church and service, and it's just, there's a lot of chaos going on. So, um, sometimes it can feel like we're stuck in the middle of a lake with a huge storm raging around us, and all we're trying to do is just get to the other side and have some bread. Because we're starving. But today, if you have your Bibles with you, phones with you, we're going to be reading from John 6, 16 through, 30, through 30, 21, and um, um, it's up on there if you don't have it. I'm also going to read it. So, When evening came, his disciples went down to the lake where they got into a boat and set off across the lake for Capernaum. By now, it was dark, and Jesus had not yet joined them. A strong wind was blowing, and the waters grew rough. When they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus approaching the boat, walking on the water, and they were frightened. But he said to them, It is I, do not be afraid. Then they were willing to take him into the boat, and immediately the boat reached the shore where they were heading. So this scene in itself is chaotic enough. There's a huge storm going on. They're already like they're rowing. They're tired. They're in the middle of the lake, and then they see somebody approaching them. And then it turns out to be Jesus, right? But uh, let's go back and look at the last two days that the disciples have gone through. Um, they've watched Jesus debating with the Pharisees. They have. He's preached to a large crowd from a boat. They, um, then he taught the disciples, they pull, he pulled them aside and taught them himself. Uh, then he preached and was rejected in his own hometown. They found out that John the Baptist was beheaded, and in hearing this, Jesus withdrew to a boat um, to take some time to himself, but the crowds followed him. And so having pity on them, he taught them and healed their sick, taught them, all day until they were all hungry, and then he fed all of them, and this this is in the span of like two days with probably very little rest for Jesus or the disciples. Um, And now we're here in this boat. They just witnessed the feeding of the 5,000 and the healing of all of their sick. They have collected all of the leftovers of the um, five loaves and two fish that we learned about last Thursday, Um, there's 12 baskets of leftovers that these 12 disciples have in their laps on these boats, on this boat, right? Um, Now they're exhausted, probably hungry, and they really just want to get to the other side of the lake where they see an opportunity to have a snack and take a nap. (laughs) I definitely know how that feels. But first, they have to get there, and this storm is... Immense. Keep in mind that many of these men are fishers, fishermen. They're used to rough waters. They're used to how much strength it takes to row a boat. So for the Bible to say that it was insanely hard for them to do this means that it was a huge storm. It had to be. But um, if we back up one verse... Um, we see that Jesus is up on the mountain uh, by himself, which is something that he often did. It says, Jesus withdrew again to the mountain by himself, period. Uh, And when evening came, the disciples went down to the lake where they got on a boat and set off to the lake, period. Oftentimes, um, we see paintings of this scene set in, like, two. So part one is Jesus up on the mountain by himself that's that's part one over here okay and then we see pictures of the disciples in the boat and that's part two and they're part one part two they're separate but if we see this scene like from above it's not separate it's not part one and part two it's together jesus is up on this mountain praying at the same time that his disciples are in this storm it's not part one and part two. It's happening at the same time. He is up on this mountain while they are struggling. He is praying. He's interceding on their behalf. And, not pictured, uh, he's walking out to the storm, or out to the boat, in the storm. But they don't know that. They can't see him. They All they see is the waves. All they see is the chaos around them. But, um, Yes, they should be painted together. Okay, Uh, but this is a beautiful painting, a beautiful story. How does this apply to us at BBC and 2022? Well, as a preschool teacher, I'm going to show you. (laughs) So this, this is your life, my life, our lives together. Okay. First, we will introduce the marbles of chaos. So, um, as some of you may know, I went around and I asked people two questions: What was the most chaotic part of your semester and/or year? And how did you see God through the chaos? So, first, the chaos. Um, let me switch my page real quick. All right. So, I have a list of chaos. <laughs> So one, keeping up with my school schedule and my work schedule and the stress of driving back between the two. Two, uh, helping a family member with anxiety while also keeping up with school and work. Three, playing catch up in my classes from missing the first two weeks of class. That's... I'm glad that was not me. Um, Job hunting and interviews on top of plastic and home. Uh, planning for preview, big marble in there for that one. Um, this one, I could not imagine. Romans, ABD, and Greek exegesis at the same time. Holy cow, that's a lot. Um, eloping on top of school. <laughs> And uh, the last one, which I definitely agree with, what wasn't chaotic? <laughs> We're just going to add a couple more marbles for that one. What wasn't chaos? But that's a lot of chaos. That's, that's full. That's heavy. Colorful chaos there. Now let's, let's add some God to the mix, and let's see what happened. So um, not that it really matters, but the God is... They're in the same order as the chaos was. But um, how did you see God in the chaos? I spent time, the time in my car singing praises, having quiet time, and recentering my thoughts and priorities. Add a little bit of God there. Um, I saw friends coming beside me. I had God given energy, humility, and the ability to say no. Um, Again, God-given strength to finish everything I needed to. I felt him watching and waiting with me. And lastly, I felt him holding my hand the whole way and leading me into new conversations. As you can see, the chaos is still there. God didn't get rid of the chaos. But as the water is touching every single one of these marbles, God is touching every single moment of chaos in our lives. In a sermon, um, in the only way God can. In a sermon a couple of weeks ago, Josh Branham said, you can experience the peace of God before the reconciliation of the problem. As college students, there's always going to be some level of chaos. And to be quite honest, after we graduate from college, there is still going to be some level of chaos at all times. But if we make room for God and remember that he touches every one of our chaos marbles, then we, this chaos will still be there. But we will find that we're not facing the waves alone. And it will make the chaos easier to get through and not quite so overwhelming. Please pray with me. Dear Lord, I thank you uh, for every single person in this room right now. I know that we're all facing different kinds of chaos. Um, and while it may look like we have it all together on the outside, um, It may just be complete crazy waves on the inside, Lord, and I just pray that we keep our eyes open and our hearts ready to see you within, around, and touching every moment of chaos marbles in our life. Um, I thank you for the opportunities that you have given all of us, and I pray that you be with us through the rest of the week. Thank you for all that you've done and all that your spirit has uh, done within us. And may he continue to grow us into the people that he wants us to be. I pray these things in your name. Amen. Thank you for listening today. Boise Bible College exists to raise up leaders for the church, where we value scholarship, humility, innovation, and community. For more information about Boise Bible College, please see boisebible.edu.